Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. So Judge Eileen Cannon strikes again. She seemed to have waited about an hour or two after the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals made their ruling denying Donald Trump's claim of absolute presidential immunity. Now, I'm not saying that Judge Eileen Cannon specifically waited for the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals devastating ruling against Donald Trump for Judge Eileen Cannon to then issue this very peculiar and dangerous order in favor of Donald Trump. But I will say that there is a bit of a temporal nexus there that one can infer. So here's Judge Eileen Cannon's order granting in part defendants, referring to Donald Trump and his co-defendants, Waltine Nauta and Carlos de Oliveira's motion for temporary leave to file redacted motions. And that title in and of itself is a misnomer because what Trump wanted to do was file on the public docket documents that special counsel Jack Smith had filed in redacted and sealed form. Trump was disingenuously labeling his motion leave to file redacted motions, but what Trump wanted to do was to remove redaction, so to make public code names of FBI officials, the names of witnesses who have spoken to the government, and other sensitive information. Special Counsel Jack Smith wanted to keep that information under seal, citing the safety concerns of witnesses, the safety concerns of FBI agents and their code names, and Donald Trump wanted to make that public. So this is what this motion is about and what this order is about. And ultimately, Judge Eileen Cannon said that she's going to make most of this stuff public, save for certain redactions regarding social security numbers, email addresses, and personal addresses of the witness. Uh, Judge Eileen Cannon's pretty much going to make most of the other stuff uh, public, including the FBI code name for another investigation and the uh, witness names. So let's just take a look at Judge Cannon's order here. The next question, of course, is going to be, is special counsel Jack Smith going to um, go to the 11th Circuit as a result of Judge Eileen Cannon's order here? Um, and we'll talk about that in a bit. But let's just take a look at what Judge Cannon ruled here. She goes, this cause comes before the court upon defendant's motion for temporary leave to file redacted motions to compel discovery, the special counsel's response and proposed redactions, the unredacted versions of the filings, and associated submissions filed under seal. And then the court grants, and in part, uh, Donald Trump's defendant's uh, motion to basically unseal 
a great deal of information that Special Counsel Jack Smith wants to uh, uh, take or keep uh, private. Here's the background on January 6, 2024. Defendants filed multiple motions to compel discovery in consolidated form pursuant to Rule 16 of the Federal Rules of Civil Procedure and defendants attached various exhibits in support consistent with the protective order that was entered back on June 19th, 2023. Defendants, Donald Trump and others, filed their motions partially redacted and then contemporaneously moved for leave to file substantially unredacted versions of their motions to compel on the public docket. Special counsel Jack Smith opposes the unsealing of the motion to compel to the extent that the information therein A, reveals the identity of potential government witnesses, B, reveals personal identifying information for any potential government witness, C, constitutes Jenks Act material for any potential government witness. The special counsel also identifies certain additional discrete sensitive information that he argues should be redacted or sealed, and he proposes redactions for the motions and attached exhibits. And just so you know, Jenks Act material is not exculpatory material, it's inculpatory material. The government witnesses uh, statements that are made to the government. So when people turn government witness, Jenks material refers to that. And normally when it comes to Jenks material, when the criminal defendant first gets that material is during the trial, after the government witness testifies, then it's on the defense to request a motion to see the discovery. Then they get that discovery after the witness testifies so that they can cross-examine the witness and call the witness in their case. But under Jenks, under the case law that's uh, that I'm referring to or that's mentioned here, this information doesn't get revealed until the time of trial, but Judge Eileen Cannon doesn't care about Jenks. She doesn't care about witness safety and security. She doesn't care about FBI code names. And as I said at the outset of this video, the timing's awfully suspicious of her ruling that she was just sitting on it, and it just so happens to come out right after the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals slammed Donald Trump's absurd and dangerous arguments where he tried to assert absolute presidential immunity. How'd you sleep last night? If you answered not so great, just okay, or don't ask, you're not alone. One out of three Americans report being sleep deprived and your sheets could be the problem. The wrong sheets can trap body heat, leaving you boiling one minute and freezing the next. The solution, cozy earth bedding. Cozy earth bedding helped make sure I had an incredible night's sleep. The sheets are so soft and breathable. You'll love them just as much as I do. Cozy earth is a life-changing luxury. Cozy Earth's best-selling bamboo sheet is made from 100% premium viscose from bamboo, which makes them naturally temperature-regulating and breathable. So you'll sleep more comfortably all year round. Cozy Earth sheets are uniquely soft and only get softer with every wash. Cozy Earth is the brand that made Oprah's favorite things 
five years in a row. Cozy Earth comes with a 100-night sleep trial, which means you have up to 100 nights to sleep on them, wash them, try them out. If you're not completely in love, just return them within 100 days for a full refund. And all of their products also include a 10-year warranty against defects, whether it's their luxury bedding, ultra-comfortable loungewear, plus bath towels and more. You'll love shopping at Cozy Earth. If you've never tried Cozy Earth, I've got some great news. You can save up to 35% off Cozy Earth right now, but hurry, this offer won't last. Go to CozyEarth.com slash Midas and enter our promo code Midas at checkout for up to 35% off. That's C-O-Z-Y-E-A-R-T-H dot com slash Midas, M-E-I-D-A-S. Use that promo code MIDAS. That's CozyEarth.com slash MIDAS. So we go through some of the legal standards um, regarding uh, the disclosure of uh, information like this. And here is what Judge Cannon further says. Following an independent review of the motions and the full record, she goes, most of the special counsel's proposed redactions concern sealing the identity of potential government witnesses and their statements as referenced in defendant's motion and certain attachments. In support of that request, special counsel refers to general terms to witness safety and intimidation, citing to the Jenks Act. Although substantiated witness safety and intimidation concerns can form a valid basis for overriding the strong presumption in favor of public access, the special counsel's sparse and undifferentiated response fails to provide the court with necessary factual basis to justify the sealing. So in other words, she then says, I'm going to reveal this information publicly. Judge Cannon goes on to say the special counsel also alludes again in general terms to the concern that public disclosure of witness identities or their statements in advance of trial also risks infecting the testimony of other witnesses or unnecessarily influencing the jury pool. And the court says, even accepting those rationales for sealing, the special counsel's submission offers nothing in the form of concrete factual support for those rationales. I think it's pretty common sense. That's why there is a case called Jenks. That's why there is a statute called SEPA. That's why there is a protective order. That's why this all exists, that witness safety from somebody like Donald Trump who threatens witness safety over and over again. What more factual support do you want than that, Judge Eileen Cannon? Nothing was ever going to satisfy her. She wants Donald Trump to intimidate witnesses. Let's just call it what it is. Then Judge Cannon's order goes on to say, this leaves four categories for resolution in the special counsel's seal request. Personal identifying information for potential government witnesses, such as dates of birth, email addresses, telephone numbers, references to signals intelligence subcompartments, references to an FBI code name of a separate investigation, and uncharged conduct as to one or more individuals. And here, Judge Cannon does say that she will allow redactions to stand when it comes to the personal identifying information like Social Security. She will allow some redactions regarding intelligence subcompartments, but she will not allow redactions 
It will be public, the FBI code name of a separate investigation and uncharged conduct as to one or more individuals. Here's what she says, for example, with the FBI code name. With respect to the special counsel's desire to shield the FBI code name of a separate investigation, neither the special counsel's publicly filed response nor the accompanying sealed filing identifies the information it seeks to redact. Although protection of continuing law enforcement investigation can constitute a compelling government interest. The special counsel fails to identify the information at issue, provide any explanation about the nature of the investigation, or explain how disclosure of a code name would prejudice or jeopardize the integrity of a separate investigation. I mean, you listen to that, you read that, and you go, you would think that the reason the FBI has to use a code name and has to speak in code is because it would jeopardize things. And that is just the basic 101 of law enforcement. But again, Judge Cannon is not a law and order judge as evidenced by that. And what Donald Trump wants to do is have this opportunity for FBI agents, I believe in my opinion, to get injured and to harass them. And he says horrible things about FBI and law enforcement all the time. And then the court says, uh, as it relates to the exhibits discussing uncharged conduct as to one or more individuals, there's an insufficient basis to provide, uh, put this information under seal. So that becomes public as well. So she's basically making public everything. She released this after the DC Circuit Court of Appeals reached their decision denying Donald Trump's absolute immunity. Um, and, you know, Judge Eileen Cannon strikes again. But I wanted to read that to you so, you know, you don't just hear me saying, oh, I don't like Judge Cannon or she's incompetent or she's corrupt. This is a very anti-law enforcement order. It's a very dangerous order. And now we'll see what special counsel Jack Smith does next as a result of this order. You know, and specifically as it relates to the FBI code name issue and how that could harm other criminal investigations but we will keep you posted as we learn more. Hit subscribe. We are on our way to 3 million subscribers. Thanks to your incredible support. Thanks for watching and uh, make sure you hit subscribe. Have a great day. Hey, Midas Mighty. Love this report? Continue the conversation by following us on Instagram at Midas Touch to keep up with the most important news of the day. What are you waiting for? Follow us now.